0: This is Connect Canyons, and I'm Kirsten Stewart. Ever wonder what it's like to build a course schedule for a public high school? In Canyons District, we refer to this undertaking as building a board, which makes it sound like a parlor game, but the process of making sure the courses you offer align with the faculty members who are certified to teach those courses, and with what students want or need to take in order to graduate is more like piecing together a Spider-Man puzzle with thousands of pieces that are all the same shade of red. It's a heroic effort, it's complicated, and in this pandemic year, the stakes are higher than ever. To accommodate the needs of students as they shift from online to in person learning and back again, schools are having to rebuild their boards not once, but several times. Welcome to Connect Canyons, a podcast sponsored by Utah's newest and fifth largest school district. Learning is about making connections, and here at Canyon School District, we invite you to connect and learn with us.
1: I didn't realize I was so analytical, but I guess I am. So, <laughs> it's just one big puzzle to me, and, and um, it's just interesting that, that it works or it doesn't. Yeah. 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 And trying to predict the conflicts of, okay, no. You have this many English classes, and all the ninth graders need an English class. They all need their math class, but they've got to have options throughout the day. So do you put all your English on one day and all your math on the other day, or do you spread them out? What do you do?
0: Meet Jan Hansen, a vice principal who, for 12 years, has been tasked with building the board at Hillcrest High. Hillcrest has 100 teachers to cover eight class periods a day for each of the school's more than 2,000 students. Every spring, students submit about 26,000 course requests, and it's Hansen's job to build a schedule to meet those requests. Space and funding constraints and having the right mix of teachers with the right mix of credentials are just a few of the many complicating factors.
1: It takes me 30 days wow. to do it, and it's intensive work.
0: Hillcrest has one of the more complicated schedules because, in addition to the many electives, advanced placement, and concurrent enrollment courses most high schools offer, it sponsors an international baccalaureate, or IB, program. And because of the rigorous nature of the IB program, those students don't have a lot of flex in their schedule.
1: Um, You have to kind of predict um, the IB students' schedules because they don't graduate with the IB diploma if they don't get that class.
0: The school also boasts one of the top performing arts programs in the country, which draws students from throughout Utah. They come here for opportunities in music, theater, and dance, and Jan works hard to make sure they are able to take full advantage of those opportunities.
1: I'm always looking at their numbers. Okay, did they make it into that class? And um, The kids that try out for classes, I make sure that we put them in. It's called manually.
0: It all starts with hiring season and making sure schools have the teachers they need to cover all their required core and elective courses. Students are then invited to register for the coming school year which determines how many sections of any given course a school can offer. Next, school administrators sit down and decide how many students they can fit in each course. And you have to balance classes, you have to
2: make sure that you have enough students in each section to do what we call carry the class. So for example, if only six students take a class, that's, it, it puts a burden on another course or another
0: class period with too many. So you have to balance that out. That's Cindy Hansen, a director of middle schools for Canyon School District. As a former principal, she's had first-end experience building boards and says an important consideration is making sure teachers' daily teaching schedules allow for prep periods and time to meet as a team with other teachers in their grade level or department. So You have to figure in a lot of different pieces when you're,
2: you're looking at that overall schedule and you can't just put people in any old place. They have to be very strategically placed throughout the day so you have enough of classes every period for students to be able to access their learning. So it's a very um, time-consuming, complex process to try
0: to offer the most the most and the best learning options for students. For instance, there is sometimes lobbying involved as teachers make a case for having their prep period moved earlier or later in the day. Coaches can't teach courses at the end of the day because that's when practices and competitions are held. Science teachers often need prep time to set up lab experiments
1: to be sensitive to teacher's needs like somebody needs this period off because of their health condition. You've got to be sensitive to that kind of stuff too.
0: When pressed, some administrators will admit that trying to find the perfect schedule to meet everyone's needs is their least favorite part of their job. And as soon as you think you have a workable schedule, you run everything through a computer to scan for conflicts and it's back to the drawing board. In the case of Jan Hansen, a literal board about 4 feet deep and 7 feet in length, covered in brightly colored square tiles. Each column is organized by course subjects such as language, arts, math, and science. And beneath each column is a row of teachers, each with 5 or 6 colored tiles attached to their names representing the periods they'll be assigned to teach. This year, instead of square tiles, some teachers have diamond tiles next to their name to indicate those classes will be taught online. The colors all mean something, but only to Jan and maybe a handful of others at the school.
1: I do things very visually, especially a board this big. I need to see that, um, okay, this class period is here, but I also need that teacher to be there at the same time.
0: High schools have the most complicated boards, but it's a task shouldered by all schools. And one they'll be renegotiating this month as families are given the opportunity to decide if they want to stick with their chosen learning path in-person versus remote learning, or make a switch. Asked how, in a matter of weeks, she'll be able to redraw Hillcrest's board, something that normally takes more than a month, and Jansen said.
1: That's a good question. It is a good question. Yeah, and and actually I know that people expect, okay, just push a button and it'll work. I said I want online, so all my classes are online. Not all classes are offered online. And if a student or a family wants to come back, We've got to make sure that there's space in that class. We're trying to balance out things as best we can for the students so they can be here or have the right online classes, but it's not just a simple switch. It just is not.
0: Cindy Hansen says schools will work to accommodate everyone's needs as best they can. They always do, but she hopes that with knowledge of the complexity of the task at hand, people will be understanding and patient. So as we move into this switch, at the quarter
2: where um, the district has said you know parents could make those changes we're gearing up to try to to meet needs but also um, hopefully help parents understand of just what it takes to move kids in and out that it's going to be it's a big process for them to have to rebuild and to figure out if I have to close a section to open it in person if I need to make adjustments so it's got a lot of pieces that are that are part of that puzzle that we're working through
0: you've been listening to connect canyons a podcast about what we teach in canyons district how we teach and why if you liked the show be sure to tell a friend to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcatcher if you have an idea for a story you'd like to tell email us at communications at canyonsdistrict.org This episode was edited with help from Amy Nielsen and Stephanie Christensen and reported by me, your host, Kirsten Stewart. Thanks for listening.